Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, a man who sprinkles metal shavings on his breakfast cereal just for fun, Jason Silverman. And welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and I'm thrilled to share some time with you once again today. As you know, I'm always on the hunt for interesting as well as super smart Real Deal guests. And I got to tell you, today's show is totally a grand slam. You know, I want to introduce my listeners to somebody who's truly been there and done that. And I'm really excited to pick his brain for your benefit as well as my benefit as, as, as usual. Now, for the folks who I work with in any of my coaching programs or through Powerful Words Character Development or All-Star Cheer Sites or the Jason's Army Mastermind Group, you know how much I focus on the critical issues that face entrepreneurs, right? Well, this, this show is going to help us to do just that. So today it's going to be my honor and privilege to share an amazing resource with you. You're going to love today's guest. He's got a ton of valuable information about not just helping your business grow, but also helping you as a person grow. And, and quite honestly, folks, I know this firsthand. Um, our special guest today was my coach for a very, very long time and a dear friend. So really strap yourself in. This is going to be a blast. As I'm sure you already know, I'm committed to helping business owners just like you to become more successful, enjoy your career more, and in general, make your life significantly more fun. As you know, we only get one ride on this merry-go-round, and I want to make sure that it is one hell of a ride. Alrighty, boys and girls, it is now that time. I want you to stop surfing Facebook, put away your phone, your tablet, your dog, your cat, your spouse, your significant other, anything that might possibly distract you from today's show. You're about to get some great and immediately implementable information, and I don't want you to miss even a second of it. So before we officially get going, let me give you a little bit of background about our special guest today. Rob Berkeley, a master certified coach who's helped thousands of entrepreneurs, executives, healthcare practitioners, couples, and corporate teams articulate and achieve their mission and strategic direction. Rob Berkeley has a proven talent for facilitating personal and professional breakthroughs. One coaching client, Rob, I'm sorry. One coaching client describes Rob as a cross between Yoda, Gandhi, and Perry Mason, bringing wisdom, clarity, kindness, and a touch of the force to his work. Others express surprise and gratitude that just one day with Rob can be so transformational. Before founding the executive coaching company Group MV in 2000, he served as a CEO, CIO, and board of director for several well-known private and public companies in the technology, banking, and publishing industries, including Bankers Trust, Simon & Schuster, and Pearson. Rob's client list ranges from leading management consultancies, the Harvard Business School, McGraw-Hill, the TB Alliance, to multiple Inc. 500, 5,000 organizations, and a who's who of top information marketers and tech entrepreneurs. He earned a bachelor's degree from Cornell University and pursued advanced education at Harvard, Stanford, and INSEED in France. His master certified coach credential from the International Coach Federation puts him in the highest rank of coaches in the world. Trained in several Asian healing arts, Rob has integrated these specialties into his work. He co-developed and has been conducting Vision Days since 1998 in partnership with his wife, Debbie Phillips, founder of Women on Fire on Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, and Naples, Florida. Gotta tell you folks, if ever there was a Real Deal guest, Rob is it. Rob, welcome to The Real Deal. I'm thrilled to have you today. 
Jason, thank you. I am honored to be here with you, and thank you for that wonderful intro. Well, you know, I got to tell you, it's it's not often that you know the credentials um, meet the uh, the light of a human being. So, thank you for that. Um, now, listen. Be- before we get started, for those who haven't had the opportunity and pleasure of either meeting you or hearing you speak. Do me a favor, take a second, share your story with our listeners. You know, what are you passionate about? What makes you tick? Who is Rob Berkeley? I'll start from the top. And what makes me most passionate about my work is helping people express their gifts and talents at work and in their personal lives. And that's where it all starts. And uh, just a quick summary, uh, going back to 1987, it's funny, I have... Uh, people in my workshops now that weren't born then. <laughs> uh, 1987, 1988, uh, I started a software company with a uh, an amazing partner. It became very successful. And it, during this time, I encountered my first executive coach uh, through working with this man. And he really was a true wizard and genius. And in fact, I still use things today that I learned back there with him. Uh, it became clear to me that the work I most wanted to do in the world was working with business owners, working with CEOs, working with exec- executives to help them build incredible organizations. So that's a very short summary of how I got here. But, but when I got clear about my own mission, my life took off like a rocket. And uh, I had been successful up to that point, but everything changed. And the thing that was different was the effort of work and the effort of making things happen kind of fell away. And I think just to jump in and, and talk directly to our listeners, uh, if you are connected to your heart's highest calling, your mission, your purpose, your passion, your reason why, whatever you want to call it, uh, and I urge you to do the work that is needed to do this, you will find things getting much clearer, much easier, and much more fluid for you, and you'll feel more fulfilled. I love that. I love that. Well, you know, since, since you started down this path, Rob, let me let me actually ask a question because I know my initial challenge and, and something you had helped me with years ago um, was normally when people go to find a coach or realize they need some help, um, that they're stagnant, that they're just not getting the, where they need to get, um, and then they hear, oh, well, you have to find your mission, you have to find your passion. I know for me, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 but I, I, need the, I, need, I need to sell more. I need the business systems. What do you say to people um, that actually helps them understand the importance of finding their mission? Uh, well, one of the things, and I just want to point out one thing about you. One of the things for you, and this was a good thing that, that made it even more difficult to get zeroed in, was you are so good at so many things. And... Like your talents lie in so many areas, so really getting it narrowed down is always going to be a little bit of a challenge for someone with experience like yours and abilities like yours. And I know a lot of the people uh, listening are, are thinking, wow, I could do so many things. And uh, also thinking, as you asked, how do I, you know, how do I make a living and still fuss around trying to find my mission? I, I think that's really what uh, we want to talk about here. Absolutely. And one thing doesn't necessarily mean you can't be doing another. And uh, you will continue to do your day job while you explore 
what is most connected to your heart. I would bet that a lot of the people here on our call right now are connected and they're just looking to bring it more fully into their life. And what that requires is a good plan. Now, one of the things that's stressed a lot of the popular media, and I know you've heard this, and Jason, you and I have talked about this a lot of the times, is this concept of leap and the net will appear. Does that sound familiar? Absolutely. Well, uh, I like to think about it a different way. Leap and uh, Jason and I will have to come around with a squeegee and a sponge to get you up off the cement. <laughs> That's about more accurate, yep. And the, when you get connected with your purpose, when you get connected with your mission, even if it's really different than what you're doing now, and I bet it's not going to be completely different if you're not connected to it, there's going to be a transitional period. And that transitional period is on the order of months, not weeks, not days, not hours. It, it'll take somebody. I always say you've got to allow 18 months to make a major shift. There's background work to do. There's skills to gain. There's um, buffers to put in place. And what I mean by that, you need to have some reserve of savings before you can really shift things. So uh, I will always urge people to stick with their current work, even if they're not loving it, and continue to focus on and dive in what would really connect them with their heart's highest calling and make a plan to make the transition. Fabulous answer. Fabulous, fabulous. Now, I know you've been an executive coach since early nineties, 91. Um, how did you get such an early start in that market when I'm pretty sure back then that wasn't really even a thing yet, right? Uh, it was barely a thing that, uh, today coaches are hanging from every co uh, every tree bush. They're popping out from under rocks. They're everywhere. Uh, and that's a good thing because coaching fills a missing niche in society. 19, 1980, let's say 1987, 1988, when I was first exposed to coaching, it was unheard of. And mostly it was done by industrial psychologists. And the way I got started was uh, I actually sold my share in uh, the company that I had founded, and I became an apprentice to uh, the person who was my coach at the time. And he and I did a lot of work together. And during that time, I... I established my initial coaching practice and really uh, learned so many skills, techniques, approaches, uh, thought patterns about helping people develop that those still serve me today. Uh, and so that's how I made the entree. And it was 1991. It was very hard to explain to people. Everybody thought that uh, I was around to help them get in shape, do push-ups, sit-ups, uh, People weren't even doing crunches back then. Uh, I don't think they're doing them anymore, but uh, they were sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you basically went from, and this is actually a great learning, uh, learning piece here. You know, going from what you had been doing with, you know, founding a firm, a tech firm, and then actually going through an, an, an interning, so to speak. Um, really at the hands of somebody who'd actually been there and done that. So that, that basically, how long did you do that before, you know, you started, you know, really building that coaching practice? Uh, I was able to start building my coaching practice the minute I launched it. Uh, the reason, the reason for that is I had begun studying the tools of coaching while running the company. And one uh, of the, yeah, 
happens, it happens is that the tools of coaching make you a much more effective executive. So if you're running, if you're running a firm, if you're running a company, even if there's just one other person beside you in the organization, if you employ the skills, techniques, and approaches of coaching, your business will become much more efficient. And so what I would say to all of our listeners is that um, in, in addition to learning how to just coach in your discipline, whether it's dance, whether it's cheer, whether it's martial arts, in addition to just coaching in the context of your, your discipline, learn how to coach the people that work with and for you and learn how to help them develop their skills as implementers, as executives, as coaches of others. And so I had begun implementing my coaching practice before I had clients. And uh, when I launched it, of course, it didn't just turn into a massive business overnight, but I was able to credibly coach executives when I started the business in 1991. Fabulous. One thing I wanted to ask you, if, if you'd share a little bit about Vision Day, it was something that I experienced years ago that was completely life-changing. So, you know, if you wouldn't mind, take a second, what is Vision Day, you know, and how would somebody know that, you know, this experience would be right for them? So uh, I'll tackle the, the first part first and the second part. Uh, Vision Day is a one-day strategic planning day for your work, your life, your relationship, or a combination of any one of those three things. And during Vision Day, we do three things and sometimes one more. And the three things are really clarify, rediscover, refine your life purpose and mission. That's number one. Number two is once you're clear, and some people come very clear on what their mission is. Once you're clear on that, we help you create a step-by-step -step plan to create a lifestyle that lets you fully implement that mission. And then the third thing, and I get this a lot, is that people come and they say to me, Rob, I've lost my mojo. I don't know what happened. I was so full of fire. I was so excited. Things were rolling. And all of a sudden, one day, I just kind of lost my mojo. It's kind of like that scene in the Austin Powers movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so in one day, we work with people to get their mojo back or get them on track to get their mojo back. And uh, we get a lot of those. And so those are the three major things that Vision Day does. And, you know, and probably one, uh, let's say two in 10, people also come because they're about to make a major life transition and they need a transitional plan. And so those, that's the fourth thing. So that's what Vision Day does. It's done one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, it's each one is completely custom developed uh, for the individual. It's funny, Jason, uh, if I might say, I, I came across a picture of you the other day with your beautiful uh, baby daughter in the hallway of the Holiday Inn where we used to have our meetings. Oh, yes. And uh, thinking about our discussion, if, uh, our discussions all those years ago about you and uh, the amazing Dr. Robin creating a family. And uh, so I was really, when I saw that, I, it's funny, I, was, I saw that and I was deeply moved. So, um, Vision Day is about connecting with what you want in your life. And so how do you know when you need one? You need one when you don't have a plan for the next 12 months that's going to increase your income or make your life more fulfilling. You know you need one 
when you're not clear on your mission and purpose, you know you need one. When you want to really grow your grow your business uh, very quickly, you know you need one. When you're in a good relationship, and this I want to stress, when you're in a good relationship with your spouse, partner, or your business partner, but you want to take it to the next level, you want to enhance that relationship so that you can get more connected, and that together, together you can forge something really special in the world and. Uh, you and Dr. Robin uh, once spent uh, spent some time with me, and that was a magical experience for me, and uh, hopefully it was very helpful for you. But that was about you had a great marriage, really deeply connected. But how do we take it further? How do we do more work together? How do we express our vision together in the world? That's the key here. So that's how you know when you need a vision day. It's when you want want to do something bigger when you're excited and you're just trying to figure out how to make it happen. Fabulous, fabulous uh, definition of that and really great explanation. And, and quite honestly, you know, I was trying to think this morning, like how would I best describe that? And there really is no description that does it justice, to be honest. Like this is all great until you experience it. You go, wow, but it's even so much better than that. Thank you. It, it, it really, it's like, you can't even put your finger on it. So like, again, if somebody is sitting here listening to this podcast saying, you know, gosh, that's me. You know, if you've got that pit in your stomach right now going, oh, you know what? He's speaking directly to me, you know, finish this podcast and immediately reach out and go do this. Cause it's, it's life changing it really is, you know, it, there, there's no way you don't leave richer from the experience and not just financially really as a human being. So. Yeah, thank you. you know, I want to say one thing that just came to mind that I think would be helpful for our, our listeners. And it, what you said about not being able to really describe it, uh, needing to experience it, triggered the thought. And here's the thing. Really meaningful experiences cannot be described. Mm -hmm. They need to be experienced. So working with you as a mentor and a coach, uh, we can talk about it all day long, what it's like to work with Jason, but until somebody actually has that experience, they can't really, they can't really get a sense of what it's like. It's the same thing with vision day. Until you've actually done one, you can't understand what it is. And the, the way I think about it is you can sort of describe to somebody what chocolate tastes like. <laughs> right. <laughs> You can sort of describe what that's like, but it's a pale, it's a pale explanation until somebody actually takes a bite and has that in, has it in their mouth and they can feel the way it affects their physiology, feel the way it affects their taste buds and feels, you know, feels the way it affects their uh, senses. And like a really good experience of working with a powerful mentor like yourself is exactly the same thing. You just can't get it from paper. It just ends up being superlatives and, uh, and you know, descriptors that don't do justice to the magic of an experience of working with a powerful coach. Well, wouldn't, you know, just tangentially speaking, you know, for everybody on this call, if you, if you are an owner of an after-school activity center, if you're working, you know, as a coach, however you are, wouldn't that be a great goal to set for yourself so that your clients when someone says, what's it like training at XYZ gym or facility or whatever, that every single one of them just says, you know, you can't even explain it. I can tell you, you know, the hard facts of what happens there, but 
it's just such an amazing experience. You have to experience it yourself. So, I mean, that's that, that just to help people solidify some of the goals that they can shoot for. Uh, what a great opportunity. So well, t- tell me this, why in your experience, uh, and you've been doing this for a long time. So I guess yeah. what, like 30 years, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I guarantee you there are many people listening to this podcast that, um, yeah, we're not alive 30 years ago. So, um, why would you say that, that most people come to vision day? Like if, if you had to, if you had to lump, you know, your biggest, uh, section. What I see over and over again is that people want to uh, get re-energized about their life and their work. That's number one. People that feel like they just want to want to get re-engaged, uh, clear out some of the de- some of the debris, and know what to do when they wake up on Monday morning. Uh, and that's really, I'd say, the core reason uh, is get re-energized, get refocused and get back on track. And that's, I would say, is 80% of them. And so we, you know, as you know, we have people that come back every year. I think the record now is 12 vision days. Wow. Uh, and so then I have, and the 12 vision day person uh, was coming every six months for one reason was they were such a, uh, an aggressive and focused entrepreneur that they would finish a 12-month plan and and. <laughs> Which sounds like something you would do, yeah. Uh, but the um, they come just to get back on track and to have a plan that unfolds in front of them, uh, get refocused, re-energized, and you know there's of course a lot more that we do. But uh, if somebody's struggling, they're not in the groove. It's to get them back in the groove. Makes total sense. What's what, what's your experience been? You know, as far as like the major differences between coaching, call it corporate executives versus entrepreneurs. Uh, depending on the company, there's a couple of things. One is it's very often an issue of scale. So my corporate executives have a thousand people reporting to them. So there are issues of communication. There are issues of the length of time it takes for a change to go through the organization. Uh, there are issues of the length of time it takes to change a strategy within an organization of that size. So these are, these are, you know, robust full size companies. Uh, entrepreneurs tend to be, uh, much more nimble. Things happen much more quickly. Uh, things are more pressing because they're often faced with, um, Cash flow issues, not because they're failing, but sometimes entrepreneurs can sell themselves into cash flow issues with their success. Uh, so they have to be, the coaching of an entrepreneur is much more, uh, much more short-term focused, although you've got to have a strategy. And entrepreneurs generally uh, that aren't, that are business owners are also focused on their legacy and what the business uh, can do for them. Uh, corporate execs are focused, A, of course, on making a good living in their businesses, but they don't think about uh, an exit plan from the business in the same way that an entrepreneur does. Now, I want to take it one step further and say the things they have in common are just as important to think about. So the things that entrepreneurs and corporate execs have in common are the fact that they've got to be uh, they both have to have a strategy. They both have to have a plan. They both have to know how 
to develop the people that work for them so that they can uh, be more effective. They both need to know how to communicate out within their organizations so that everybody's on the same page. They both have to know how to establish a culture that people can uh, join and become a part of. And, and lastly, they both have to know how to create high-functioning, high-performance teams. So there's that, those commonalities as well. So uh, they're similar and very different. Well, the, uh, I'm sure you could do a, a, a 10-week dissertation on uh, developing a high-powered and high-performing team. And that's, I know that's, that's one of the major challenges many of my clients face that, you know, obviously as the entrepreneur, they can do it. It's getting, you know, those who are employed by you to, uh, to do it as well. So that's huge. Um, as far as like, you know, the major issues, you know, with specifically with entrepreneurs, because the folks who are going to be listening to this particular podcast, you know, again, are, are, are more from the small business side. Um, what would you say are the three biggest mistakes you've seen um, entrepreneurs making over the past, call it 30 years? Uh, you just touched on it. One is um, being good at doing it, doing it themselves and not learning how to delegate it out, thinking that they need to be the smartest person in the room about everything. Uh, number two is not really learning how to understand their financials and not managing the business by their financials. And the third thing is not taking care of themselves physically. So no vacations, not getting proper sleep, um, making sure, not making sure that their health is robust. So those are the three biggest things I see, but of course I could go on. No, that's, that's, that's enormous. That's enormous. All right. Tell me this, um, of, of, of all your, uh, of all your experiences and, and the folks you've worked with, um, do you have like a favorite success story you would share? Mm. <laughs> no, pre no pressure. <laughs> well, yeah, the pressure, the pressure is to, to talk about a lot of, talk about a lot of, uh, stories and I, what I'd rather do. And I have many clients where I've been asked to keep the work confidential. Mm. What I would rather do is talk about examples of things that people have done, if that's okay. Absolutely. Um, I had, Several years ago during Vision Day, I had a gentleman come that wanted to be uh, an innovator. And uh, he didn't know what his innovation was going to be. Uh, he didn't know how he was going to do it. But uh, after he left with his plan, he ended up creating a specialized audio device that has uh, been used all over the world. Uh, so that's the example of a transformation from uh, having an idea of what he wanted his mission to be to actually bringing it to life. Um, we had, and this, this one I can talk about specifically, someone in my, uh, my book, um, speaking of success, is uh, a corporate lawyer, very successful, who wanted to be involved in the performing arts. Uh, this is a very smart man, very good voice, very handsome, but uh, we all agreed that he was never going to be an actor. Uh, he came to retirement, and his big goal was to figure out how to work in the arts. And subsequently, uh, 
through this focus, he ended up being a producer of multiple successful Broadway shows. Wow. And so these things, when you're focused on what's most powerful in your heart, uh, these things have a strangest way of working out, especially when you have a plan. And we created a plan with him to network, a plan with him to taste and test many different aspects of the entertainment industry, um, a plan to serve on more corporate, uh, more, sorry, nonprofit uh, boards in the arts so that he was able to get connected to people. Um, so that one. Um, and then there are many, uh, of course, entrepreneurs that are, uh, very proud to say they've doubled their businesses, uh, more than more than one I can uh, point to. Uh, six Inc. 500, 5,000 companies that I've mentored that have doubled their businesses multiple years in a row uh, and uh, continue to stay sane and have a life. Well, that, you know, that, talk about a success, that right there is, is, is the kicker. I mean, doing the thing isn't that hard. It's, you know making sure that the sacrifice that you make doesn't cost you everything else. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And and this is, this is, it's so easy when you're an entrepreneur to, to live it 24 seven and to let the important thing, the other important things go by the wayside. Well, finding that off switch is uh, or pause switch, however you want to look at it is, you know, I think that's really challenging for so many folks where, especially now with the connectivity and everybody is available 24 seven and it's, it's truly amazing. So that, that in and of itself, um, would be considered a major success as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's that, uh, controlled growth and a managed life. Hmm. That's a great way to phrase it. All right, Rob, it is time for our resource of the week. So tell me this, how can, uh, how can those listening to our podcast today find out more about you and how you help entrepreneurs to succeed? The easiest way to find me is at visionday.com, V-I-S-I-O-N-D-A-Y.com. Uh, all the information um, that about me, about us, about our work is on that website. Uh, and there are lots of Vision Day stories. And they're worth watching the videos because the videos themselves will teach you about growing your business and becoming more successful. They, of course, are, are testimonials, but they, some of them are like seven, eight, uh, ten minutes long. Uh, and in those, you'll learn things that will be helpful for your business. Fabulous. Okay. So folks, www.visiondaycom, visionday.com. And, uh, Perfect. Obviously, you'll have um, if you're if you're streaming this live from the show notes page, you can just click through right where you're at. All right, Rob. I always love to end my podcast with uh, one question I consider to be really telling. So, if you could give business owners just one solid piece of advice to either help their business or more importantly help them live a better, more balanced life, what would that piece of advice be? This is going to be very counterintuitive, but I think the first and foremost thing would be able to learn how to run their business by the financials. Hmm. Mm-hmm. To become very aware of the numbers in their business, to understand about core capital reserves, to understand what funding is needed, to to look at the, be able to have a forecast, to know how many uh, in in the, the case of a lot of the people you work with, to know how many students 
are needed to make the make the monthly number all those things and uh, I think as an entrepreneur if you're if you're able to understand and work with your numbers if you're comfortable with them it will both keep you safe and let you make a plan and then my second thing uh, always is have a plan that you operate by uh, and if you can't make it yourself I urge you to get support to make a step-by-step -step plan for the next 12 months of your business. Fabulous. Rob, this, is, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know how busy your schedule is, so it means the world to me that you would uh, share some of your time and some of your wisdom with us. This has been fabulous. Thanks, Jason. Always really a joy to reconnect and to speak with you. Absolutely. All right, folks, that is all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more info about private coaching or to see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit me over at www.jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, let me leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. Set a goal, make a plan, work like hell towards it, and achieve the success that's waiting for you. Now's the time. Get out there and make it happen. This has been Jason Silverman, and I hope you have a spectacular week. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.